Hello and welcome to the 43rd episode of the Fuel for Life podcast. My name is Bogdan Kipko and this is the podcast dedicated to fueling your faith in the one who gives faith. And I'm convinced that whatever fills your mind will inevitably fuel your life. And so my goal is to help you realize the promise of God's gospel for every part of your life. Well, Fuel for Life Nation, I'm so pumped to start off this podcast with you. As you can hear in the background, it is a special Christmas podcast. Christmas is in full swing It's December. I love it. Christmas is my favorite season. In fact, my wife and I began to celebrate Christmas before Halloween was even over. So don't judge me. We love Christmas. We want to extend it as long as possible. So thank you so much for listening and subscribing to the podcast. I really appreciate it. I hope you have an amazing start to your Christmas season remembering and awaiting and realizing that Jesus Christ is the reason for the season. He is the king that came to live a life we could not live to die a death. We could not die to be raised on the third day for our salvation. So we're celebrating that. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. And if you and I are not yet connected, let's change that immediately. Add me on Snapchat. My handle on there is bkipko. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram to get all that information to connect with me. Go to fuelforlife.tv. So today, the podcast is going to be seven ways to survive the Christmas season without going crazy. It's going to be good. Let's get started. To go gliding in the one horse lane. So on this podcast, I want to give you seven ways how you can personally survive the Christmas season without going crazy. And these are just some of the things that I learned and I'm implementing in my life and I want to add massive value to yours and hopefully some of these things you can take away and implement them into your life. Would love to hear back from you how it went. So here's the thing. We live in this culture where if you don't wake up on a Christmas morning with a brand new Lexus replete with a red bow in your driveway, you feel like an epic failure. And a lot of times people base their self-worth and it's dependent on what kind of presence there are under the Christmas tree. Now, don't get me wrong. I love presents. I love everything that the Christmas season has to offer, but I just feel like we need to look deeper into what it is. And oftentimes, Christmas is relegated to gifts, presents, shopping, madness, and general chaos. In fact, if you're listening to this right now, maybe there is a chance that you cannot wait until the calendar strikes December 26 because all the madness and all the chaos that Christmas culture brings with it will be finally over. So I want to flip that around. I want us to enjoy Christmas deeply. I want us to be in awe of what Christmas is. I want us to find pure joy in this season instead of it being hurried and chaotic. So 
I personally believe that Jesus often gets shut out of Christmas. Now, growing up, birthday parties were a huge deal for me and my cousins. And I grew up in Washington State. And so as a kid, whenever anybody's birthday came up, it would be a huge deal. It would be a huge party. The parents would get together. They'd make all the preparations, all the food, everything that goes into an amazing party, cake, games, everything that a kid could ever dream of. And one of the most favorite parts of a birthday party for me, and I know it was the favorite part for everyone else, is when all of us would give presents to whoever's whoever's birthday it was at that moment. And so we had this tradition within our families, within our cousins, where you would bring a present to the person whose party, whose birthday it was. And towards the end of the party, after we've eaten the cake, after we've eaten the food, after we've played the games, we would all sit around the person whose birthday it was and we would give them gifts. And it was really fun because it was fun for the person whose birthday it was to open the gifts and see all the cool stuff that they got. But also it was fun for the rest of the group because we were all super curious to see what they got. And so everybody would be bring presents and the person whose birthday it was would have a lot of fun opening them. Now, imagine if the following scenario happened. Imagine if you held a birthday party and you invited a whole bunch of people to your house. You made the food, you prepared the cake, you prepared the decorations, the games, the atmosphere. Everything is amazing. Everybody comes to your birthday party and then in one peculiar moment, all of the people who came to the birthday party begin to give gifts to one another and do not give any gifts to you. Wouldn't that be crazy when people would come to your birthday party and they would just give gifts to each other, but they wouldn't give gifts to you. That's strange. I'm not sure if you would invite those people again to your birthday party, but think about it this way. Isn't that what happens so often during the Christmas season? Everyone gets gifts except Jesus. Now, you might be asking, well, what do you give to the God who has everything? All of us have these people on our lists that are eternally unsatisfied. And we almost kind of joke around and say, what do you give to the man or woman that has everything? And we think about it. Jesus also desires gifts from us. And I believe that one of the most valuable gifts that we can give to Jesus this Christmas is our time. Time, it's valuable. And I think Jesus most of all wants to spend time with us. He wants a family. Now, you might think that you have Christmas on fleek. You might think that you've got everything taken care of, 
everything is good to go. You don't even need these tips. But I'm going to say this. You probably are amazing at doing Christmas. But imagine if I was to tell you, what if you could become even better at enjoying the Christmas season that's all about Jesus? This is what this podcast is about. And if you're somebody who's basically going crazy and thinking that this Christmas season is overwhelming you and you cannot wait until it ends, I believe this is the podcast for you. So today I want to give you seven ways to survive the Christmas season without going crazy. Number one, delete your to-do list. Now, you're probably calling me crazy right now and you're saying, do you know the amount of things that I need to do. It is so much. And what I mean when I say delete your to-do list, maybe take something off of the to-do list that you're going to not do simply because it's taking away your time, your joy, your energy, and it's robbing you of the joy that you're supposed to have because of Christmas. So what is it going to be? What are you going to delete on your to-do list? Maybe this year you shouldn't send out Christmas cards. And I'm not saying Christmas cards are bad or good. I'm just saying that if they're overtaking your entire life and you have no time for anything else and your family, your children, your community suffering because you're just trying to figure out these Christmas cards, maybe you don't need to do them this year. And if you don't, I promise you, people will still survive and the world will still continue moving forward. Maybe, just maybe, you you shouldn't do another party. Think about it. What is it on your to-do list right now that if you delete it, if you take it off of your to-do list, you're going to feel like a huge weight would have been lifted off of your shoulders and you can actually enjoy Christmas. What is it? What is that one thing? I give you permission to delete it. I think you're going to be much happier, much joyous, and there's going to be much more room in your heart to experience everything that the Christmas season has to offer in terms of Jesus being born. The world will still function. You'll continue moving forward. And I want to encourage you, enjoy the moment, enjoy the season and the time that you're spending with people and delete something off of your to-do list. Number two, don't take any pictures. Okay, you're probably thinking, Bogdan, you're crazy. But just hear me out for a moment. I know you're going to take pictures. And believe you me, I'm going to take tons of pictures. And you'll see it on my Snapchat, my Instagram, my Facebook. But here's what I mean. Maybe, just maybe, the next time you're sitting down for a meal or you're having a cup of coffee with a friend or you're looking at the amazing Christmas lights that might be in your neighborhood or somewhere else that you go to enjoy them. Maybe next time you see that epic thing that you want to take a picture of, instead of taking a picture of it, just enjoy it. I know it sounds crazy in our epic selfie culture. I'm going to challenge you. Just enjoy being with other people because here's the thing. You can't get that moment back. I mean, I've had this before. Like I'm basically trying to take 
the most epic picture of this epic latte art that's in my cappuccino. And what happened once was like, I tried to take a picture at such an amazing angle that when I started drinking my coffee, it was already lukewarm. I mean, seriously, just for the picture, and I didn't even enjoy my coffee as much as I did. I mean, for you, it might be something else, but that's what I encourage you to do. Not every moment of our life needs to be Instagrammed, Photoshopped, or Snapchatted. We will survive if we don't see it, and I'm sure you will too. So, to not go crazy this Christmas season, you don't have to chronicle everything on your social media feed. And if you do, that's awesome, but don't let that be the main thing you do. Number three, quit living in the future. Here's the thing, friends. Life is made up of in-between moments that you and I experience. But if we're constantly living four, five, six months ahead, we miss everything that is going on around us. And often we think so much about Christmas and about the presents we need to buy and about the parties that we need to host and about the Christmas cards that we need to send out. I'm already getting exhausted just thinking about all of that. We tend to miss those moments because ultimately life is not really made up of holidays. It's made up of these small thousands of small moments that ultimately make up our life. And so let's enjoy it right now. Whatever it is that you're doing, if you're sipping on some coffee, if you're driving through, uh, if you're driving in traffic, if you're trying to work out, if you're washing dishes at home, whatever it is that you're doing, enjoy that moment. Talk to people while actually listening to them. Enjoy Christmas in this particular moment. The future will come before you know it. So that means we need to enjoy the moment. This is why it's called the present. Number four, done is better than perfect. Here's what I'll say about this. Perfection breeds procrastination. You can tweet that. Perfection breeds procrastination. Oftentimes, we try to make things so perfect, so right, so pretty, that we lose the joy of the process. We We rob ourselves of the joy of the season and maybe, just maybe, we rob other people. So whatever it is that you're doing, eventually you will have to finish it. There's no sense in stressing out about it because perfection breeds procrastination. So there will get to the point when the person on your list who's very difficult to shop for, for a gift, you will just have to buy them something and you will have to just stick a fork in it and throw in the towel. You cannot constantly think of something else to finish up. And the thing is, because ultimately we can be so consumed about making something perfect that we miss the perfection that often is found in brokenness. We're broken people. I mean, oftentimes I believe that you have to put in the effort to do to do something pretty and so that it looks beautiful and perfect. However, I believe that there is some sort of a spiritual aspect in seeing something that is beautiful yet unfinished because that's pretty much how we are. We are made in the image of God. However, we're constantly being perfected. So done is better than perfect. Number five 
create spending limits and stick to them. I don't know how you do budgeting in your family, but I think it's so important to create spending limits. And this is a super practical tip. So the way to survive the Christmas season without going crazy is basically make a list of the people you're going to be having to give gifts to or Christmas cards or whatever and just stick to that. And here's the thing, friends. Don't try to validate your worth by how much you spend. Our net worth does not equal our self-worth. And when you create budgets, and I always say, if you don't write something down, it doesn't exist. Create a budget, create spending limits, and stick to those limits because then there will be less misunderstandings and you already know exactly how much you're going to spend. That way, when January comes around, you're not going to be like, oh, wow, what an expensive Christmas we had. And that will compound the stress you had even more from having to buy a whole bunch of stuff. So create spending limits and stick to them. Number six, say no to everything. Say no to everything. Here's the thing. If you're not experiencing joy during Christmas, like if you're not experiencing the presence of Christ, you're doing it wrong. Like you, we have to pace ourselves. You, you don't have to go to every gathering. You don't have to go to every Christmas party. You don't have to spend a whole bunch of money. You don't have to break the bank to show what a great host or hostess you are when it's your turn to host some sort of a gathering. Because here's the thing, it's not the performance that matters, it's the people. Do your best and then allow yourself to enjoy what you came up with. And we need to plan for some rest times during this insane month of December. Because if you're exhausted all the time, if you've overcommitted yourself, if your plate is completely full, not only will you not be a fun person to hang out with, but other people will experience the collateral effect of you saying yes to everything. And if you've been listening to my content for quite some time now, you've heard me say this phrase over and over again, and it is that you need to say no to good things so that you can say yes to great things. We need to be intentional about how we spend our time. And so my question to you is, what is that next thing that you want to say no to? Go ahead and say no to it. And I promise you that you're going to experience a sense of relief knowing that you have breathing room, which so often we do not have in our life. We need to create that buffer zone. We need to intentionally create that margin. And the only way we're going to do that is if we say no to good things so we can say yes to great things. And that will enable us to enjoy the Christmas season. And number seven, last but most certainly not least, is dwell with Jesus. Here's the thing. Jesus came to earth to dwell with us. The fact that God became man, this is the ultimate hope for humanity. Don't let cultural thieves rob you of the joy you have in Christ. And one thing that has really helped me to 
prepare my heart for the Advent season, to prepare my heart for the Christmas season, is starting a Bible reading plan that I found on Uversion, which is basically a Bible app you can download for any phone type that you have. And I'm not, I didn't choose a Bible reading plan that has like seven chapters a day because I know I'm probably going to fail at that and I'm going to feel like a miserable failure. And that's not the best thing to experience during Christmas. So I started the simple Bible reading plan, a short one, a seven-day one, where you read a couple of scripture verses and you have devotional content. I mean, the content that is available out there is unbelievably great. And what this does as you read it every day or every morning or every evening, whatever type of schedule that you have, it really primes your heart to think about Jesus, to think about what he has done, to think about how he was born in a manger. And it really helps you and it helps your heart to prepare for the Christmas season. So if your heart is at peace, if your heart is full of joy, it's going to spill out to the benefit of your spouse, the benefit of your family, the benefit of your community, the benefit of your church, the benefit of every person that you come in contact with. The last thing that we need is more stressed out people out there in our culture. And so let not the hollow and glittery false promises of our culture deceive us into thinking that on Christmas morning, my life will be complete if only I get what I want or I think I need. Because ultimately what you and I need so desperately is Jesus. That's what we need. And this Christmas, let's forget the hype. Let's focus on hope. And we're talking about Jesus. He's not a force. He's not a fading trend. He has a face. His name is Jesus. And the amazing thing that the Bible talks about is that there was nothing in Jesus in order for us to be attracted to him. I mean, think about it. Mary and Joseph uh, in this manger with Jesus. It's not a five-star hotel. It's just this raggedy uh, environment, this atmosphere with straw and, and animal smells. And Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, is, is born in there, coming in such a humble estate. That's amazing. It's something that... I believe we need to constantly focus on and I believe that by doing these seven simple tips we will survive the Christmas season without going crazy because ultimately the Christmas season advent it's about looking forward to the return of Jesus it's about realizing that Jesus came as a human to save humans for himself by himself and most importantly that Jesus came into your life he wants to save you because he wants to love you forever. And Jesus is not mad at you. He's mad about you. Jingle around the clock. Mix and mingle in the jingling feet. So there you go, friends. These were seven ways to survive the Christmas season without going crazy. I hope this helped. I hope this provided you with great value. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with your social network. And if you want to get in touch with me, go to fuelforlife.tv. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you and your family have an amazing 
Christmas. May God bless you. May God prosper you. And may God give you a peace and a joy in your heart that surpasses all human understanding. Jesus Christ was born unto us for our salvation. That is the epicenter and foundation of our joy this Christmas season. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave a rating and a review of the podcast on iTunes. Share it with your friends. Tell someone about it. And until next time, remember, before God will do a great work through your life, he wants to first do a great work in your life. And there is hope in his name is Jesus. Let my words be life. Let my words be true.